What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Living with Will. I'm really excited for this week's episode. I honestly can't even put into words how excited I am for this one. For sure. Bump in the road, minus setback. I cannot forget that. You see me sell soft, I regret that. I carry the supply like a kid pack. And you ain't have to talk, you just stare back. You already know where my head at. I'm trying to get this bread, Jack. And really, I ain't trying to hear that. It's clear that. The shit a nigga talk about. I really done did that. I really done lived that. Well, you wouldn't want your kids at. You wouldn't want your crib at. Nigga, I can't even sit back without the strap. Nigga, I can't even relax without the pack. It's all on the line, nigga. I can't even fall back. I fell down, but I crawled back. Looking for the money, power, respect, all that. A true hustler, what you call that? Got me feeling like MF Doom on all caps. I know Julio Slim from my childhood. Uh, I know him. This is one of my closest friends. I consider him a twin. He's one of my favorite human beings on this earth. And I wouldn't be interviewing him simply for that fact, but coupled with the fact that he's also one of my favorite artists to ever make music. He's an enlightened intellectual. I mean, the list goes on. I could talk for hours, you know, boost up my man, but I'm really excited for this episode and the fact that this is a great thinker. He's a great artist, and I think that he can add some value to the life of creatives and kind of help spread some wisdom on what we're seeing in the world today. I'm really excited. I'm just, I'm so fucking pumped for you guys right now. I got, we got some great music to show you guys. We got a great list of questions to go over, and it's, it's going to be a really great week. So I hope everyone's doing okay, everyone's staying safe. And I wanted to clarify as well, I don't think I was factually correct last week when I said that Orcas had two brains. I <laughs> I want to bring light to that. I don't. I don't want to spread any misinformation on this podcast. So I wanted to make sure that I got in front of that one. Um, don't think they actually have two brains. But welcome back to Living with Will, and I'm excited to introduce you all to Julio Slim. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back. Look, I told y'all, man. Got it fucked up. You put your money on the laws, man. They told y'all wrong. The one already sold y'all songs. Records from the heart that was hot like the stove still on The herd dripping while it closed the lawn The frozen arm, compliment the golden charms I make chest moves on facade, I'm so nonchalant All with the flick of the wrist, I average triple-double steals and assists It's like I'm running the point, Oscar Robinson puffing his joint With 40s and 4 fives, that's a lot of points I write crime like Donald Goins Hustle for the coins, breaking down chicken tenderloins Money make a lot of shit, null and void Life you can't avoid, keep it with me cause I'm paranoid Big Glock shots make a scary noise Keep it very poised, turn your group of men into scary boys Car, dude. 
it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a little fucking um, what's that shit called? Um, sauna conversation. No bullshit, be like, dang. Yeah, it's fucking hot in this car. Some garage air, getting the real quality air in here. Yeah, we good to smoke, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Alright, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Alright, bet. Alright, fuck yeah, man. Well listen, um you know, bro, like we've known each other for so many years. It's just it's weird talking to you in this type of environment, but you know what I mean? Fucking uh shit. Welcome 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 to Living with Will. <laughs> hey, listen, thank you for having me. Fuck yeah, well listen. Uh, I I know who you are, but I, I like giving people room to kind of explain and tell people about themselves. So why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this 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 your boy Julio Julio Slim, coming straight out of Washington D.C. You know what I mean? Uh, motherfucking rap extraordinaire, this that and the third political activist. You know what I mean? Uh, black enthusiast. Goddamn. Uh, Community activist, philanthropist, entrepreneur. You know what I mean. The jack of all trades. Yeah, that, there, you, there you go. This you is the craziest saying? thing. It's not. It's the only. It's the second interview of living with Will, but it's always going to be the wildest because it's like we we knew each other before like any of our any path that we had had predetermined or otherwise before any of those paths started to materialize. We were fucking. We were kids, man. It's fucking weird. This was always meant. We was always destined to be on a situation just like what we in right now, man. So I'm, I'm happy that it's manifested itself, and here we are doing it. Yo, it's fucking, it's an honor. It's an honor. So, as per usual, I'm trying to make it kind of a, a tradition that I let people know. I'm gonna be asking you a wide range of questions, so you're welcome to answer all of them. But if you prefer for any reason to to not answer a question, we can just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So the first. Nope. I try to I try to kind of keep it like waves, so we start we start kind of smooth, and then we kind of get into some of the more serious topics. So the first thing I want to talk about, you know, you're you're a musician, you're you know you got one, you're a one of a kind voice in my eyes, the voice of a generation. So I wanted to talk to you about how how did you get into music and who introduced you to it, what drives you to create, and who are some of your biggest influences. Um, damn, great question. The, uh, my biggest influence with music, um, well, as far as my musical taste, came from my dad. You know what I'm saying? From having such a young father, like, growing up, you know what I'm saying? He always played rap. Like, he listened to Scarface and Tupac and Red Man and, you know what I'm saying, DMX and, you know what I'm saying, countless other artists and, and things from a great generation, Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying, to name a few. And um, it really just... You know, it was it was directly passed on to me. I mean, the first two rap albums he gave me in third grade was Eric B. and Rakim paid in full and a trap called Quest, the low end theory. So, you know, I was listening to um some pretty some pretty decent rap from an early age on, man, and um kinda grew up with it, really. And uh I never really thought I was gonna take rap seriously. Like I always thought I would be looked down upon like for ever really wanting to rap so subconsciously I guess I kept myself back but I always loved to do music and it sort of organically became what it did and I kind of realized one day that I just I should be doing it you know what I mean seriously and um that's what I did fuck yeah yo I love that man I mean at the end of the day for real for real it's 
is fun. Mm. Yeah, I, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I love that shit. Exactly. I, enjoy, I enjoy doing it. Right, you know exactly. I mean? so, the fact that there's, you know what I mean, the, the potential is to get paid and, you know, we get money from this shit, that's, that's the bonus. Yeah. But... Even if it wasn't for money, I would I would still do it. I did it before there was any money involved. You know what I mean? Right. So I love that shit, and I um I I would gladly just like when I first started, and just like I would today, I would gladly step in front of the mic on front of a stage of people and 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 and, and face up to that that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That feeling is is just that little that little jitter or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? But I kind of, I kind of like that. You gotta like, you gotta have this thing. You gotta have this knowing in your mind where you just so sure of this thing that you're doing. You know, you so, you believe so wholeheartedly in it that, you know, nothing can, nothing can fluster you. Nothing can take that belief away from you. And um, that's how you gotta feel. That's how passionate you gotta be about what it is that you're doing. And that's how passionate I am about music. So I feel so. <clears throat> so strongly and believe so strongly in the fact that what I'm doing is the right thing that I need to be doing, that I really am talented and gifted, that even if some people may not think that, it, it's not enough to deter me from what I already know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that this, I know this, I know this in my mind, like, and if you're doing something and you don't really quite know for sure if it's, if it's your thing and you don't know all the way, that would be the biggest deterrent from you being able to, you know what I'm saying, face any of those, you know, possible fears and, and doubts, you know what I'm saying, that you may have, you know what I'm saying, because you don't even know yourself. You're not really all the way sure yourself of what it really is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Damn, love that. For any creative, any artist out there, that was, that was fucking, I can't wait to listen back to that. <laughs> Money and politics, thinking about my accomplishments. Certain shit need a polish. I probably go back to college. Look at me now, counter plus wonder how a nigga walk with a smile when niggas counting me out. Hate it without a doubt. We yelling and shouting, the streets needed the snow, so I came back through it. I'm out in Juan Porter, the hustler, serving quarters to customers. Only clutch if you busting and never whip out for nothing. Always I'm up to something, just in case you was wondering. Always sunny in Washington, nigga, go get the money. It's funny, I recollect, awaiting our reconnection. I know you holding your breath, I hope you placing your bets. Put it all on. A winner, humble, a born sinner. I sell my brother this poison and then go buy me some dinner. All I ask is forgiveness on this road to riches. I know the streets is vicious, but I just need you to listen. I'm searching for the consistent, and it's distant. That's a distance. Pay attention. Yeah. Got these iconic sounds coming through the airways. Yeah. yeah. It felt like some, some real classic. So, 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 but don't you agree? Got shorty in the background singing this shit, sizing the nigga, you know what I mean? Yeah.
<laughs> no, I just, dude, honestly, like, that's the, the best part about the transition is that one, you know, like, no conversation starts with, like, and we're back. <laughs> it's the first eight episodes I'm talking to myself, bro. You know how fucking weird that shit felt? Like, just turning on my mic, just talking to myself, bro. Like, that shit is so unnatural, but like that, too, like, you know, I dabble in the music as a hobby, but I feel like you as being, like, a professional artist, there are times where... I'm sure, like, you're not comfortable with a microphone. I mean, are you, like, do you feel like you're, you're always comfortable when you have a mic in your hand? Uh, I feel like, I feel like the comfort behind a microphone, bro, that shit comes with familiarity. Like, mm. it's like, it's just like, it's just, it's really the equivalent for real to being on stage, like, and um, and being in front of people, like, stage presence, when you just even just doing a presentation or something, not even just a performance, anything when you're public speaking. When you're behind a microphone, it almost has this innate feeling like you're just like, oh shit, like I know this is going to be heard by a bunch of people. So you feel like you're in front of a crowd in that moment too. Mm -hmm. So um, once you do that shit a lot though, I feel like you get more comfortable with it and you get more fluid and more natural and you know what I'm saying? What the fuck you say? So to answer your question, now I feel like I'm, I'm much more comfortable than I once was, but it's still not, it's, it'll never be as comfortable as just regular talking, but you try to make it as close as possible. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you another question. Would you say that there was like a moment that you can go back to when you when you realized this was, this was different than a hobby? Uh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, it was, it was right around the time I, um, my father got uh he got locked up and um back in 2014 and that's when I um I was kind of going through a lot of things in school where I wasn't really I wasn't really taking school very seriously I wasn't really going to class a lot I had to go to work I had to pay for rent for my apartment you know I had a lot of different responsibilities and things going on so mm -hmm. I wasn't really um focused on school and it, I didn't really I don't know. It just wasn't really my thing. And I was really tuning myself more into being an artist, like, in the forefront. You know what I'm saying? I was molding myself and it'd be more that, into being more more that, you know what I mean, like the artist. And then um, it just, it, it, it became, it just, you know, it kind of, it kind of, you know, unfolded in that way. And, and uh, from that point on, I kind of knew, like, my back was against the wall, like, it wasn't really much of a choice. And I don't want to say that as in, like, I felt like I didn't have anything else that I could do. It was like, well, I could either, you know, it was all or nothing. I knew that this was the one life I had, so I was going to do what, what the hell I wanted to do, like, what I love to do, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. So I was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and chase this shit all the way to the end. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, sure enough, man. I'm just happy to be, you know what I mean? I'm happy to be a part of the movement. No, it's, dude, so, oh, man, it's, it really is, <laughs> it's so different interviewing you, dude, because you're, like, my fucking best friend, so I'm, like, in the same vein, I'm, like, this is one of the most talented, like, fucking awesome people I know, with the other one, I'm, like, damn, I can't be too familiar, like, I need to keep this professional. Yeah. Uh, 
fascinated by wealth I educated myself I traded in on my Nikes And got me some Jack for sales Nigga, I'm living well Swell seldom giving a hell Tell them niggas I went and did it myself Slim, who is him? I, just a criminal When you turn on your cable You see the way that they label you Only show you who favor you If it's catering to What they've been trying to prove But won't show when they murder you Media never heard of you Plus the government serving you About to take a sabbatical I need some time off Seeking actual factuals Crazy that real is radical Then they don't like your attitude How much your time costs I spent this time lost Wandering through the wilderness Another line cross Nigga turn your mind off Hey, where you find soft This good I think I need some 28 grand about the Rhea This feel like some old classic shit from, from 96 or something <laughs> You know what I mean? Jay-Z on reasonable doubt, you know what I mean? Yeah, Feeling like I found my pocket like I'm, like I'm already a star, like I'm on or something You know what I'm saying? Yeah and Right now Tune the Tone Jones and the Tone Nets. Yeah. Yeah. And I'ma just, just want to vibe with you, man. I want y'all to vibe with me, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ain't too much starting on nothing, man. We just rolling up that shit, puffing on that crucial. You feel me? So you're in school, you're you're independent, you're tr- you know what I mean. You're working to live, you're working to do your thing, you're making music. In a system, in our country that makes it difficult, look, it's difficult enough to be an artist and make a living, right? But we're living in a system that makes it difficult to survive for everybody, right? And when and, and when I say everybody, I mean the majority, right? Like we both know that there are people that benefit, right, at the expense of the many. So, what I'm trying to get at is the system needs to change. Do you have any suggestions or do you have any thoughts on ways that the system can begin to change? Well, shit, I do, but, you know, the system, the system has so many, you know, so many parts, so many damn limbs, man, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. you got to really... You want to attack it at the root, but, you know, where is the root? There's so many main avenues of this system. So I guess a few ways to attack them. Maybe the initial way is uh, the education system. I think the education system is really key, like, because uh, especially when you start young, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you really, first of all, you have to get a wide variety of kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally have it be a wide variety. And then... You know what I'm saying? You have to teach them, you know, there has to be a change in the curriculum. There has to be actual studies on, you know, black history, black culture. Mm-hmm. They have to have some black teachers. You know what I'm saying? They have to be able to see them to see that, you know, basically see black people in an entirely different light. Mm-hmm. That would destroy what's been created. You know what I'm saying? Especially then, not only that, you having the teachers, but you having the kids together with them growing up together, it kind of tears down those barriers of the, anything outside of them being friends. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the key for real, for real, one of them anyway, is um, through the schooling. But 
you know, there's other ways too, man. They got to change, you know, they got to change this jail shit, man, the jail system, because they still just get free labor from people. They like they locking up black people disproportionately, Latinos disproportionately. Mm-hmm. The numbers is crazy. You know, they got to they gotta change a lot of things, man. The media perception, how the news tries to, you know what I'm saying, word certain things. It's, you know, the rabbit hole goes deep, man. And, you know, like I said, all of that shit for real, for real, all stems from lack of knowledge, man, when you when you when you fearing what you don't understand for real, like, you know what I mean? No, completely. Uh and I, I couldn't agree more. I, I don't think anyone would disagree, uh, with half of mine, man. Like the the miseducation is so real in this country and worldwide, if if we're being honest. I think I think, you know, the US our country likes to portray itself as being, you know, like the leader of the free world, right? And what a great example of what people in power can do with power, right? Because it's just, it, we're just, we've seen an entire country. I was literally talking about this shit today. Like, our entire country's history is as barbaric as one can come. And it's only been around for what? Officially, like, 250 years? Something like that? 250 something? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. But. That's insane. <laughs> say that one more time. Nah, I said that's what I'm saying, man. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't find a way to muck this shit up real quick. Yep. Real dirty. Mm-hmm. I, I consider myself like an optimistic realist. I'm really trying to hold on to hope that all these people that are like, just have all this hate and this miseducation and this whatever conditioning that they have, that there's still a part of them that's receptive. You know how like in Inception... You can't think something if someone else says it to you. You have to think it yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that that can happen. That's real shit. But this is the thing, though. This is the thing. There's the first be a realization and an understanding, and then like an acceptance. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for you know white people in America, like they will have to first see and realize and accept that the system is set up. You know what I'm saying? In their benefit, right? It, it's not even really like a debate, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just is what mm-hmm. it is. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you had to, you know, first accept that to ever be able to accept any of the other things that are going on. You know what I'm saying? If you don't see that, then how can you possibly understand any police brutality? How could you understand people getting locked up at crazy numbers and stuff? You're gonna think, oh, well, they're they're criminals, they're thugs. You, you're not gonna see anything for what it is because you accepting what the system is built for you to benefit from mm-hmm. and to, you know, hide your eyes from the reality of what's really going on. Like, that's the whole point of it. No question. It's, it's like, it's the first step. Like, the I think we were speaking about this earlier, but it's, you have to understand, like, exactly as you said it, man. You, you're, you know, people like me, I had to have the same realization. I'm still having these. It's not, I, I don't ever want to come off like I understand fully, you know, because I, I have so much learning still to do. But the first step I had to make was be like, Will, like you are part of this problem, whether or not you choose to be or not, you know? And, I, and the, you know, there's some, there's some white people who choose to be part of the problem and they're, they're going to be really difficult to deal with. But for the people that are like me, man, like, and for the people that hear this and are on the fence, like, you gotta, you have to come to terms with you being a racist first. Like, you might not be a racist, but you are contributing to racism. And, that's, and that could be a hard thing 
for people to face and mm-hmm. and, and and to finish that last uh you know that last uh statement right there pretty much once they do you know come to realize or accept what the truth is the question going to be once the truth has been presented to you now how are you going to act mm-hmm. are you going to try to fight against it now are you going to try to rebel or oh, now i don't want to i don't want to um I don't want to hear these truths. I don't want to hear this from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You step away from friends that you've known, you know, for years and years, and and uh, you start seeing people for who they truly are, and you you hate that that's what they've come to after they see what the real is that mm-hmm. they still choose to be on that side. But that's what that's what it's come to. That's what America is right now. People are really seeing everything. There's no there's no room anymore for the oh I didn't know or. I'm, I was unaware. Everybody's becoming aware now. Mm-hmm. Things are on the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Pick a side. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're you're one hundred percent. I mean, we we were speaking about this off the phone, and you were saying the same thing. It's like you. It's time to pick a side. If you're gonna be, you know what I'm saying, a racist, a white supremacist, or whatever, I'd rather you be there on the forefront than to hide behind certain things and try to, you know, try to be something in 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 the light. But behind closed doors, you're doing a bunch of foul ass shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and you really hiding who you really are. Those are the really the dangerous ones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna be a long road, but like I said, man, I'm an optimistic realist. I, I have I have hope in this country, man. Look, I met you in this country. You know what I mean? If there's people like you here, I have I have hope. Oh. I have hope. And that's what I'm saying. And I and I and I can say the same about you. Look, this is the thing. I can't, you know, I don't want to sit up here and try to speak for the entire black community, but mm-hmm. I think I can speak for a vast majority of us when I can say, man, the main thing that we, we feel like we want to see as far as towards the first steps in progress is what we have going on right now. Being able to have this conversation without, you know, without you feeling like I'm attacking you. I'm not, you know what I mean? It's not an attack on you. This is the attack on the system that's been built over the last hundreds of years. Right. But the, the, the fact is... I can appreciate and I do appreciate and God damn it, I'm a contempt always appreciate and love the fact that you are even able to, you know, sit here and acknowledge these things and we can we can come to an understanding on what's going on. That's that's the steps towards the progress for real. That's what we need. You dig what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna get nowhere. It's gonna it's gonna take more than just, you know what I'm saying, black people for this movement. Now now we gotta be at the forefront of it, but we're gonna definitely need help in the movement as well like mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's just the reality of the situation yep no i mean i look first of all i appreciate it i'm i'm just trying to do what what i feel i can to help so i i appreciate the thanks but you know what i mean the not needed i gotta do it and i and i'm you know i'm trying to help convince other people to do the same i mean look uh, I'm never gonna always say the right things and i and I hope that whoever's listening to this if if you're uncomfortable using your voice no one can speak the truth that you can. Everyone has something that is worth being said. Even the most ignorant person, they have a lot of things to work out, but there is they have said one thing in their entire life that had value. Guarantee it. They have said at least one thing. Everyone on this planet, everything on this planet has importance. And we have to, you know, we don't have to really realize that because we do understand it. But I hope there's someone that hears this just open sure. your heart. You know what I mean, man. We need to open our hearts to people. And you know, they say, what do you say? Even a broken clock is right even two times a day. See. You know what I mean? That's as Jay Z said. 
We had a we had a serious time right now. It's literally like a crisis. Literally, it's a double crisis, man, with the pandemic and with the social injustices, man. This black movement, like it's like after George Floyd died, it's been riots every day for like a month, two months mm-hmm. straight, dog. Like mm-hmm. people is tired, man. You know what I'm saying? You, I can I can feel that shit in my own self. You know what I'm saying? Being like, bro, I'm tired of seeing this shit. I'm tired of seeing it. Like people just getting killed, kneed in the neck fucked up choked out it's like what the fuck man mm-hmm. you just you get tired of seeing that shit but i don't even want to watch the videos no more you know what i mean like i don't even want to see it you know what i'm saying because I mean, it's, it's just a, it's like what it's another person that they you know what i mean you know what they did you know how they can and it's like at what point at what point does it change or at what point do people do, uh keep accepting it or turn around and start shooting back clapping back you know what i'm saying at what point you know what i mean and then you know, with these things being protected by the quote-unquote the laws and what's legal and what's within people's rights, you know what I mean? That shit is all bullshit because it's set up to just fuck people over. That's the minorities and the black folks because they don't even try to let people, you know. It's really, it's really, it's really, it shouldn't even be to a point of even having to discuss about who's killing who and all of this dumbass mm-hmm. shit. But so much fucking killing going on, it's like, damn. You know what I mean? Hey, it's out of, yeah. You know. That's how America really feel about us at the end of the day. No question. And I mean, you bring up a valid, you, you bring up an incredibly valid point, which is self-defense, right? How how long are we going to allow uh, members of our society, black Americans, to be murdered by the people meant to serve and protect them? Before, you know, like, look, I, I'm never going to call for violence against anyone. That's, that's never going to be what I'm about. But at what point are we going to say enough is enough, right? I, I And that's why, like, I understand... The mentality of the Black Panther Party for self-defense. Because at what point is it our duty to protect our people? It doesn't matter if you're if you're a black person, if you're a white person, if you're an American citizen, at what point are you gonna look at your people and be like, look, I this I can't tolerate this anymore. If you're gonna if you're gonna kill him, I might have to kill you. And that's and that's where it gets. I mean, when you look at it like this, the police force, you know what I'm saying? That's nothing but a government game, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and they and they're armed, just like the military. You know what I'm saying? Another government, you know, enforced gang where the Black Panther Party, even though I don't want to refer to them as a gang, what they were, you know, they were a group that you know was very helpful to the community and building them up and educating them in many ways. But they also had arms and ways of defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To protect themselves because they understood that in order to actually build a community, you don't just need you know, stores and, and schools and banks, you also need some form of protection. Because look at what happened over there in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. where they had all of the banks and stuff, but they didn't have no protection and everything got burned down and fucking, you know what I'm saying, and bombed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're going to have to have, it's, that's the only way. The America don't understand nothing else. You know what I mean? They understand money and violence. That's those. That's the way this country works. Seriously. And as fortunate as it is, that's just another one of the fucking realities of the shit. Look at all the protests that have gone on, right, over the course of the United States history, right, since the Civil Rights Movement. Look at all the, the killings, the, all the murders that the police have committed on black Americans, right? What what change have we seen? We, what, change, what change in policy, right? But all of a sudden, we see riots... And we see fires getting started and we see people on the street angry, sh- shouting like, we're not going to hold, we're not going to have this anymore. And all of a sudden, Congress 
is acting on things. All of a sudden, police officers are being arrested. All of a sudden, governors are speaking out. So, you know, your, your point is so beyond valid that it's, it's money and violence. How does money influence things? Look at the police unions. You know what's crazy, bro? I was watching the fucking... I was watching the news tonight. One of the officers charged for murder of George Floyd is entitled to a million dollars from his pension. Still, after being charged for murder. That's what I'm saying, man. So, you know, it. look, I know there's... And I want to speak to people... Like, there's going to be people that listen to the podcast who don't agree with us, right? I want to speak directly to the people who aren't seeing the, seeing things the way that we see them. I don't know how to get to them, bro, but I want people to listen to the shit that... You, you know, you're speaking truth to people, and I... I just hope that there are people who listen to this who don't already agree with us. I want I want to start a conversation, bring everyone to the table, be like, look, we have problems in this country. Let's talk about them. And let's not yell at each other and shout at each other and spit on each other and shoot each other. Let's just fucking talk about it and come to common ground. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, for 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 something like the, uh, like the police department, even like there's good cops, of course. Like, you know, I know some of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's no doubt about that. You know what I mean? The thing is this. If you are a so-called good police officer and things like that, it's also your job to police the police. Exactly. So when you see things going on that, that shouldn't be going on, you can't turn the blind out of that mm-hmm. but then try to be so gung-ho on, you know what I mean? Exactly. The, the, the protests and things like that, but you ain't going to stop. You know, uh, main man right here, you know, John Clark, you know, from putting his knee in somebody's fucking back and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It got to be, it got to go both ways, man. It should be, if you another police and you see somebody already handcuffed being kneed or something, you should damn near tackle your fellow police You should arrest him. Yeah, like, what the hell are you doing, man? Seriously. And that, that, yeah. Uh, Go on, I'm sorry. I cut you off. You're, 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 You're dead on now. Nah, straight. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. If you, if you supposed to be the police, like I'm like, man, you can just watch somebody do that. How can you watch? I can't even as a, as a, another citizen. Exactly. I'm not about to sit up there and watch some right? shit like that. I'm not about to film that shit. That's about to be on the line at this point. Like they even gonna have to shoot us both or lock us both up because what the fuck? Right. Damn. No, you know and and no, you're dude, and like you, you know, police are sworn to serve and protect, and I, I think a huge problem too is. They're focused too much on policing communities and not serving and protecting them. Like, what the fuck are you people doing, yo? You're killing Americans. You're the police. Like, this is this is this shit is so deep, right? I'm walking home the other night. It's pitch black. I'm in a city that I don't know. I'm like, shit, bro. I see some people in the dark. You know what I mean? I, I can't see. It's like the silhouette of people. It's like multiple people. This is a it's pitch black, bro. You know, I'm I'm with Indigo, bro. I'm worried about her. I'm worried about me because I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on right now? My first thought is, bro, oh, we'll be sick of some, you know what I mean? If the police came. And I'm thinking, God damn, dude. That's how deep this shit goes because I'm, I'm trusting these people, right? But these same people that I trust are going to kill someone who doesn't look like me for no reason. They would, they would probably help me. And that's the scariest part. They're going to help me because I look white. I look like them. Yada, yada, yada. And they're going to kill George Floyd. Or they're going to kill Tamir Rice. It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, what is the disconnect? It's fucked up, man. It is. It's the mental shit. 
That shit is so built. That shit is so ingrained, bro. Like everything that we see and do, son. Like, you know what I mean. But you gotta, you know, you gotta be cognizant of it. It's just like you said, bro. Like once you, once you realize that shit, you know what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta make the conscious effort to try to reverse those thoughts. It's mm-hmm. the same way with us, bro. Even within our own community, bro, we feel the same ways. Even though I may not think like. Or we may not think to call the police, but like, I'm trying to reverse this shit because it only it all stems from America hating us and us trying to be accepted. So to be accepted, we gotta hate us too. And it's like, nah, it can't it can't be like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It gotta be it gotta be another way. Like you know what I mean? Like that ain't that ain't that ain't what it's about at all. And and to the and to the point that you made about you would not you wouldn't even think about calling the police, bro. The the levels of pro- the, the problematic nature of you don't even feel comfortable calling the people that are meant to help you is that should say it all. You know? That if you were in the same situation as me, you wouldn't even feel comfortable calling the people meant to come help. Like that's fucked up, dude. And and I and I, you know, it's like I mean, dude, we could talk about this forever, but it's like how the people that are elected to represent us, how are they just now getting to to this? You know, how are you just seeing the importance of black life? You just now are kneeling, bro? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, they ain't, it's something, they, half them, bro, they already, they, they not, they not fucking just now realizing something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They, they had this shit, they had this shit already, what you call them, it's like now they, the fucking fire is under them, so it's like they exactly. gotta make their, their hands getting forced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna cost, it may, it may possibly cost them money. It's certain things that's, that's also that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it's like it's like when fucking um Lincoln freed the slaves, bro. It wasn't because he was trying to fuck. He cared about black people. No hell no. He needed more fucking soldiers for the union. You know what I'm saying? That's all the shit was. He needed more soldiers for the war. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it be it be hitting agendas behind the way that they be trying to do shit. Like there's some genuine folks, of course. You know what I'm saying? There's no no doubt about that. But there's a lot of motherfuckers that doing things with. Other for other reasons and shit to save face and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like now they're trying to move. It's like nah, man. And I think nah, and I think that's a really important part. You're bringing up kind of the the whitewashing of history, um, and to to your point about education being so key, I think we need to start holding our founding fathers accountable, right? As as righteous as it was that George Washington led a revolution that that got us our independence, he had slaves. You know what I mean? Like we we need to stop glorifying slave owners exactly. and like you know what i mean it's 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 wild bro like people need to be held accountable whether that be people from the past or people in the present it's there's no accountability and that's part of you gotta, be, you gotta just tell you gotta tell the full history you gotta right. stop trying you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. only only take out you know what, what you know whatever the good parts were mm-hmm. you know and especially when it comes like you said to the presidents who were slave owners to when it comes to fucking thanksgiving and the slaughter of the, the native american yeah all of that shit man it's like you you really got to start um accepting these um these things for what the fuck they are man Seriously. No, they teach the trail of tears like it was it was a necessary part of forming the country. It's like, no, that was genocide. Like Exactly. What, what that and that's and that's the you know, the whole argument with the Confederate statues and recognizing heritage, it's it's I can't even believe that's an argument. But it's it's not an argument and 
it just it shows to, it goes to show how we failed in educating our people because for people to think that their heritage is the Confederacy, it's like no, dude. That's bro, they don't even they don't even teach you the full. You know what I'm saying? First of all, the Confederate flag, bro. I mean, look at the, look at it like this. And what other and what other battle have you ever seen the losing side able to still you know raise their flag? Mm-hmm. When have you ever seen that in history? You you don't. The people that lose their banner's done, but that's to show you how they really felt in this country was that you know what I'm saying? They still they value that it was listen they had they shared the same beliefs man it was mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day and then they want to create this this thing that you know what i'm saying the history of black people started in this country and it as you know slavery and then post slavery and it's only frederick Douglass and harriet tubman and shit which those are great people of course and i don't want to make it like i'm not trying to give them you know they, they do due diligence and things like that, do praise, but the thing is, it was people way before them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they were doing things like, these people like Columbus and Ferdinand Magellan, these weren't the first people to to travel to the Americas and circumnavigate or nothing like that, it was people that was already over here, people literally, the people from Africa already had came to all of these different places mm-hmm. and already had, had been, you can probably people that was there like hundreds of years ago, you know what I'm saying? They already had been with those people that was there and now they've become one people. Uh You know what I'm saying? Like it was, you can't, you can't try to, but that's what, that's what they, that's, that's to, to, to continue the, you know, the white supremacy of we created everything, we discovered everything, but it's just not true. It's not to say that there weren't, you know what I'm saying? Things that, you know, obviously that white people contributed in history. That would just be false altogether. But uh-huh. to have it, to take away from all of the other things that, you know, black people in particular and all the other people of the world have done is, is bullshit. And right. it's really, it's really to a disservice. I didn't learn about a lot of the things, you know what I'm saying? Like the African diaspora. I didn't learn about that shit until I went to college. No question. About- you have to pick a whole history. It's called ethnic studies. You have to pick an entire field of study just to learn about the history of non-white Americans. It's absurd. Yeah. You start learning about all kind of things that was happening in these other countries and what, who was there first and, you know, all of these things. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, it's just, it's crazy. Well, that's, you know that, saying? that, and it goes to your point, like, pro-black doesn't mean anti-white, right? It, learning the, learning the full scope of your country's history, it, it benefits everyone. For the for the people for the majority of the people with the power in this country, the white people of this country, it benefits you because you're understanding the complexities and the beauty, the true beauty of your country, right? Like, what the fuck kind of country would we have without leaders like Ella Baker, bro? What kind of country would we have without poets like Langston Hughes and Maya Angelou? Like, these are some of the most beautiful, important, wonderful aspects of our history that we should celebrate as a people. You not learning that is a disservice to yourself and to everyone around you, right? And it. It's it's sad, man, and I'm really glad that the point that you came with was was education, because I think it's, I mean, speaking from a personal experience, bro, I would not be the man I am today without ethnic studies. That should change my life. No, and I'm and I'm glad you took that, and I'm and I'm glad you made the other point too that, um, being being pro black isn't anti white, mm-hmm. and and the, I think the main reason that is is because man, so much of what it is to be black has been hidden and taken away and stripped down that mm. you've got to be pro-black to even try to find out anything about yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
and it's not to put anybody down. It's like, damn, I'm just you just wanna you wanna know. You wanna learn. Everybody's like all these other cultures and places and people can trace exactly back where they come from, but to be black does not go back to any particular country. I mean, you say Africa, that's a fucking continent. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people that's been scattered across the Americas, literally, you know what I'm saying? All the way from 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 here to Mexico to Cuba to Dominican Republic to Haiti to Jamaica to fucking Ecuador, Panama, Brazil, and all of these other places, brother. We're all over the place. You know I mean, listen, saying? while we're on that, we're, we're all from Africa. At the end of the day, like... Uh, and I, that's a whole other thing that white people seem to neglect, bro. You come from the same fucking ancestors. How do you not understand that we're one people, bro? Like, what the fuck? Straight up, huh? Straight up. Straight up. Fortunately. People definitely don't want to. You know it's motherfuckers that don't want to accept that. I mean, yeah. this is the thing, too. I mean, while we on the topic, I mean, it's, it's treacherous. It's treacherous as this, as this would sound. Here's another hard truth, you know what I'm saying, to go ahead and just throw on here. One thing that, and and this came from, this is like some Nazi Germany shit, like, they're trying to preserve the, the preservation of, you know, the the white race, the supreme race, mm-hmm. the Aryan race, trying to keep it pure. You know what I'm saying? Like, if nature, if, na- if everything goes as nature intends and people blend and everything meshes, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be any white people in the world. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the truth. And the the higher ups, the people that, you know what I mean, if you look back to the slaves and how they were just completely against, uh, you know, uh, any any white men, black women, black, I mean, or, or, you know, actually shit. The white men, they definitely had, the, uh, they was definitely having kids with their slaves and shit, mm-hmm. but they definitely didn't want no black man to be with no white woman. Mm-hmm. They wasn't really with the mixing of the two because they really understood that if it really came down to it and they started doing a whole lot of that, it would decrease their numbers. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they fear. Instead of looking at it as we're all one people, mm-hmm. they're trying to keep this divide um, that really isn't even a natural thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a natural divide. It shouldn't really be that way. You know what I'm saying? And that's like another huge part of that shit that's like, that's really that's really wild. And, and part of white supremacy, which I think is a scary thing for white people to admit, right, is that it's varying degrees. So there there are people out there, you know, representing the KKK, whatever the fuck goes on in that organization. And that's the extreme, right? Those are the extremists. But I think it's important for white people listening to this. And I, and I hope that the white people listening to this, because I've had this conversation too many times, I am included in this conversation when I speak to white people. I'm not some fucking mystical person who these rules don't apply to, right? Like, I have to, I have to re-educate myself constantly. I have to constantly be thinking, well, what what are you doing to make these things? Like, are you continuing sexism in this country? Are you continuing white supremacy, right? Whether or not you think that you... If, if you think that you're not racist, you have a lot of work to do, right? If you think that you're not a sexist, you have more work to do. I, you got to really come to terms with that at the end of the day, like... And I, when I say you, I mean me too. God, I, I hate that I have to really repeat myself and say that. But it's like we have a lot of work to do in unpacking. Look, this is our history that we have been taught. We have been taught to believe in these foundations and these, this structure of society that we have, right? But this society is inherently geared to benefit you. So the system is inherently a form of white supremacy. I mean, shit, listen, last time I checked, two and two was four. <laughs> like, and, and I... 
I try to remain calm. And I look, it's like it's I, I think anger is a privilege, right? And I think it's it's not my privilege right now to be angry at white people. I need to be understanding them because I was ignorant at there was a point in time where I did not think progressively, right? Like I was a kid, I thought some homopho homophobic things. I didn't know gay people. So there was people around me that were saying homophobic things. So I was internalizing it. Then when I was introduced to members of the gay community, I started to learn, shit, I'm thinking the wrong way. There's nothing wrong. These are just people. What the fuck is wrong with me, right? I was a kid. I had to learn. When I was even younger, I was living in France. I had Muslim friends. French people are very ignorant towards Muslim people. Right? We were kids. We were 11. I saw my friend Elo get arrested. Right? They, they racially profiled a child. Right? You have to see these problems. Right? I might not have been benefiting in the moment. Like, I, I was benefiting in the moment because I didn't get arrested until I started talking shit. But, like, the, the thing that needed to be realized, and I didn't know it at the time, was that he was being, he was being targeted because he was Muslim. Right? When I got older, I saw that people were targeting gay people for whatever fucking reason people have. We have to address the fact that at some point in time, in some way, you had some bigotry in you that needs to be addressed, right? Whether that comes in Islamophobia, sexism, racism, classism, uh, climate crisis, denial, anti-Semitism, transphobia, whatever it is that you are internalizing that is negative towards any people that are different than you, as a form of bigotry, you need to address it, like, and, and every, oh, we all have it, man, we all, everyone on this planet is imperfect, <laughs> but we should all strive to perfection of self. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I went on a tangent, but I had to just, sometimes you gotta just let, I feel like people sometimes get mad at me for talking. They're like, you need, to, you need to stop talking, bro. You say too much. You do too much. But sometimes I don't even think it's me talking, dude. <laughs> There's something that's channeling through me, bro. You drop some treachery shit. You drop some treachery shit on us. But now it's super important, man. It's super important. We, look, everybody has something. Gandhi was a racist. Like, everyone has something to work on. Everyone. So, and that's not, I'm not, listen, white people, other white people, I'm not giving you a pass. We got the most work to do. I'm just saying, every, <laughs> we, we have work to do. But listen, listen, I'm a, okay, first of all, first of all, let me thank you again for coming on. Come on, listen, How do you think being a musician yourself how do you think that musicians and artists can benefit the movement? Well, you see, that's 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 really a powerful question right there. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I feel like artists truthfully hold a key position in in any movement. You know what I'm saying? And not even just musical artists. You know, art, art can come in many forms, man. Like mm -hmm. people can you know do these you know crazy paintings and you know poetry different forms of you know right chefs creativity things like that but definitely um as far as uh music goes i think um music music artists really are some of the most popular people in, in society mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying undoubtedly mm -hmm. you know what i mean they got some of the most followers and, and things of that nature definitely so if you take these you know, these popular people and then you, you know what I'm saying, 
you have them speaking things that's going to push the movement forward. They're speaking these black empowerment things. They're talking about, you know what I'm saying, black economics. They're talking about reform. You know what I'm saying? They're they, they speaking on injustices. And they they going to protest and they and they doing certain things. Not even if they had to go to protest because I can understand that they don't want to take the light away from what's going on. But if you know, and they they they're using their voice through their music in order to keep the people pushing and they're influencing the people. Just how they can influence um, the people to you know to to do these drugs and sell these drugs and, and, and fuck these bitches and all this other shit. And I can't say that you know me as an artist as well like. You know, all my music isn't all, you know, knowledge and power. I done talk about fucking bitches and shooting and drugs and all of this shit, too. But I also know that that's not the, the main premise of what uh, the image I'm trying to really portray. You know what I'm saying? I may be just speaking on the realities just like somebody else may be speaking on the realities of what they mm-hmm. see and what they've been through. You know what I'm saying? But I think um, I think artists, though, man, they hold, a, they hold a key position, man, you know, to answer that question. Like, just like... Look at, like, Sam Cooke, you know what I'm saying? Somebody like him, like, with a change going to come and, and things like that. Like, and there's many artists like him who who were, who were silenced, man, you know what I'm saying, and mysteriously vanished, but they was really on to some stuff, and they and they knew when the singer got that popular and chose to use their voice uh, to speak on, the you know, the true nature of America, you know what I'm saying, the, the high-ups, they don't like that, you know what I mean? They don't like that at all, and they'll try to silence you, man. I can, and there may be some fear. There may be some fear to speak out. What would they do to my career? They'll finish me. They, I won't be able to make no sales. I can't get no, no tours. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, you know, it's it's a tricky thing. I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do with their finances and stuff like that. But, I feel like once you got a voice, you know what I'm saying, even before them, but definitely once you have one, man, it's. It's, it's important that you speak out, man, because you can really influence the people and push them, and, and you can tilt the you can tilt the scales either way. You know what I'm saying? The silence is is also saying something. So you want to definitely say something for for the movement, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? No, I completely agree. I completely agree. I I think it's I think you're 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 dead on. I think we all have a moral obligation, but you know, um, great art creates great change. For sure. So, in in the spirit of lightheartedness and in the spirit of you know our friendship and the way that we are in a day to day basis, I wanted to ask you some things yeah, that I, yeah. you know, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you some things that I would probably ask you when we were just chilling and just doing our thing. So, in the moment right now, I got this little June balloon right here. Let's spark this up. I had a, I had I'm about to roll me up. No, I had just finished this Jay. I'm about to. <laughs> Roll up another splitty splitty. Please you know do, I mean? please do. While we sitting here, <laughs> I might fucking go outside this fucking. I might get a little air real quick. Yeah, I need a little. Get the garage air. It's nicer than fucking what I'm dealing with right now, but now nah, this is these are this is great conversation, man. I really appreciate this, like. Um, it's, it's so needed right now. Just, just have, just have people having conversations, man. Like we were talking about, you know, I, it's, it's, it's not necessary for any names to be said, but 
you know, I, I've been having some tough conversations with some with some people that I consider to be close friends that, you know, we're having some some real uh, some real disagreements. And, you know, I, but that's the power of conversation, right? Like, we need to be able to talk to each other, even if it's difficult. And just, you know, have these fucking heart-to-hearts because at the end of the day, nothing's going to change. If we don't talk, if we just sit here fucking living our day-to-day lives not engaging with other people, like... What are we even? The humanity is not. Uh, we're a social. We're a social race. You know, our whole our whole culture, our whole civilization is built on interacting and. That's the thing, though, man. I mean, with us being social creatures and 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 doing so much with with others and things like that, it's real important to know your personnel. Like I was mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier about that about that situation. Mm-hmm. As far as that, you know, what I'm saying you would rather, like I said, though, you would you would rather kind of know where people stand with that how people mm-hmm. feel about that because okay now that you know you know they feel this way about you know what i'm saying what's going on with the injustices against black people and things like that like this is where they stand they're willing to say things like that then you know what i'm saying now you know okay that's that's where they bless you hey but that's where they are and, mm-hmm. and you did what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i said i'd rather have it like that so i'm not Cause shit. Now I know, man. I'm not. I'm not even really trying to deal with them at all in no type of way. Yeah, you know exactly. And um, and I and I'm glad that I know that because now I now I know how to how to carry it from here on out with mm-hmm. them. Exactly. No, and that's right. And see, that's the beauty of that's the beauty of dialogue, right? Me and you might not see the eye to eye, and we might be on opposite sides of history. But it's important that we have that discussion, right? Like, think about the Civil War, bro. Brothers were fighting brothers, bro. There was people on opposite. There was there was brothers who were like, we need to fundamentally change the system, and there was people like, well, I'm not changing shit, and brothers killed each other, like families torn apart. But that's because there's a difference between political ideology and moral obligation. Damn. Sure enough. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> yeah, run that with There's a difference. There is a difference between political ideology and moral obligation, but like, and that's, look, bro, like, you know, shit. I mean, like, shit. That's that's. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's a, it's a difference, man. Because man, you gonna sit up here? I mean, to to the things that they was doing. You know what I'm saying, though. You gotta, you gotta look at it like this. You're going to do something like a lynching, so you're going to gather 20, 30 people, right, to go into somebody's house, grab a child, a, 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 you know what I mean, a wife, a husband, man, and goddamn, bring them to the town and hang them in front of everybody. Then y'all gonna watch that shit? You wanted to see that? Mm-hmm. That shit is sick. Mm-hmm. That shit is really sick, man. It's like when you think about that, they took. Emmett Till, they came into the house, man, at 2, 3 in the morning, man, came and got him. They dogged him, did everything to him, you know what I'm saying, cut his cut his joint off, you know what I'm saying, cut his eyes, tongue, you know what I'm saying, hung him, beat the shit out of him, and then after all that, after he was dead, they shot him in the head. He was already dead, they shot him anyway, you know what I'm saying, like, what the fuck? Like, the thing, like, it's like, when you, when you really, you can't even, like, when you really want to unfold when you really want to pull back this shit, you can't even sugarcoat it. You got to give it to everybody raw so they can really understand the true 
diabolical nature of what was going on. Like it wasn't even it wasn't nothing nice. It was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's still it happening. Still exactly, and that's the only way you can understand. You can fathom that is what's going on right now is to understand that this is this is what the fuck has been going on since the beginning. You yeah. know what I mean? This has been it. It's important to look to the past to better the future, but it's equally important to recognize that the present is the same as the past. Like, we are dealing with the same issues that they were dealing with in the Civil Rights Movement, that they were dealing with in Jim Crow, segregation, that they were dealing with post, post-slavery. post Like, this is these are problems that have spanned. That's why when people are like, oh, slavery is 400 years, blah, blah, get over it. It's like, first of all, how can you tell someone to get over trauma that's, that is generationally ingrained? Secondly, like, it's not over. This mentality is not over by the sheer fact that people are waving the Confederate flag. That should be a testament to the fact that this is not over. Not alone the fact that black people are still being murdered for no reason. Dealing with the atrocities faced by black Americans and African Americans and people of color in this country, this should also apply to the way that indigenous people are treated. This also applies to the way that Asian communities are treated. I know that you know this, but I want to make sure that other people listening, like, we can't just stop at one problem. These problems are, there's a, there's a black feminist theory term called intersectionality. These, term, these problems are intersectional. And we have to deal with all of them. We have to deal with racism. We have to deal with sexism. We have to deal with the climate crisis. Because if we don't address, if we're trying to deal with racism, right, but we're not willing to look at the way that black women are treated, then you can't deal with racism because you're neglecting the sexism. Women are a part of the, question, are the, part of the problem, right? If you're talking about racism, but you're not including indigenous people, you're missing the point of how to address racism. So I think it's a critical point to make. Like, yeah. this, is, this is beginning with Black Lives Matter, right? That is the beginning of the, of the, of the conversation, right? Is we need to treat black people correctly. But I'm, I was in New Mexico, and there was, a, there was a protest held by indigenous women. And they were saying that we have to be in solidarity with black people because until black lives matter, our lives don't matter. Exactly, and that's what all the and that's what all the people were now. And I'm glad that the fuck that that's how she felt, because goddamn it, if they can do this shit to us, mother, they can do this shit to any of us. Exactly. You know that's you know what I'm saying. So exactly. it's not need for us to be trying to separate amongst ourselves, causing to be more um goddamn divide and friction, because then we fucked over more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You look at this shit. I mean, to me, that's that's the most ignorant statement that can come out of a white person's mouth. I agree. Mind. To say something like "get over it," mm-hmm. that just means that, mean, that is just that I means it's it's the most ignorant statement that they could possibly say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, you really just have no fucking clue at all. And they fucking, as you can see, when they run down on um, what's my man, Amar Aubrey, mm-hmm. with the shotgun and shit, yeah, they got straps, bro. They they got them. And they can do anything, and if and if we don't have any guns either, this is like, you know what I'm saying? We just subject to have anything done to us. That's why they made the Second Amendment right. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't necessarily, it, well, it wasn't at all for for black people in particular. But what it was was to keep from being um, oppressed by not only your possibly the, the government and the police, but even your goddamn neighbors and people around you. And to that you point, to protection. And to that point. The only time the NRA, you know how there's been mass shootings at schools and these atrocities with guns? There hasn't been any, there hasn't been next to any change in regards to, to gun laws, right? But the one time that there was sweeping gun reform was when the Black Panther Party went, they used their legal Second Amendment right, and they went to a Capitol building with guns, and the NRA said we had to ban assault rifles. 
and it shows how deep these problems are because if you're not willing to change gun laws when a sick white person because predominantly these mass shootings are white people right when a white man goes into a church and shoots all these people you're not going to change the laws when they go into a school and they shoot children you're not going to change the laws but when black panther men and women who are non-violently expressing their second amendment right peacefully go to their elected representatives which they're allowed to do by law then you're going to change the laws it's like if that doesn't show you the problems with the laws not applying to all of us i don't know what can yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, dog. I mean, it's a fear. It's a fear. When you've done, you know what I'm saying? When you've done all of these things to to a people, you've beat them, you've raped them, you've stolen from them, you've taken, you've killed, you've murdered all of these fucking things. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a, there's a fear there that's underlying, you know what I'm saying? Especially for the, you know, in particular, for the ones that are a part of that. That that feel that hatred in the, in the in themselves, you know what I'm saying? They fear retaliation. They fear what could come. They fear what the result could be of the history of what has gone on in this country. You know what I'm saying? And having you know a bunch of black people standing over there with guns, even if it was peacefully, to them was such a threat. Exactly. It was so scary to them. You know what I'm saying? That they was going to possibly unleash what has been what they've unleashed upon us. You know what I'm saying? There was no way for them to fight. You know what I mean? It was too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had, like you said, they had, they had where they were. They changed the law. They could not have that. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show what the fucking system is all about. You know what I'm saying? It's some bullshit because the law they they weave they weave around the law. They use the law to their benefit. They make things legal that are pertaining to and in favor of their fucking agenda. You know what I'm saying? And then they make shit illegal for, you know what I'm saying, another motherfucker that they ain't they already and and give shit to got a got a shitty hand to start with, then you then you take everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, God damn. You wanna kick your motherfucker while he's down, piss on him, call it rain. I mean, god damn, all kind of shit, man. I ain't trying to beat the dead horse, but this shit got down, this shit get ridiculous. No, man, and there's there's no reason for you to excuse yourself. I mean, it's you have every, you have beyond every reason to be angry. We got a lot of work to do as a country. The facts got to be addressed, though, man. They got to be addressed. They got to be acknowledged, man. It can't be just looked over. You know they're trying to put in the history books and shit that slavery wasn't it. That black people came over here voluntarily. And, and, and of course, with the Thanksgiving and shit, the pilgrims, they was friends and all this shit. They, they put this old silly shit out there try to make that shit what the facts are when in reality it was some fucking like you said it was some genocide it was some real live murdering ass shit like some slaughter mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and you can't and you can't you can't sugarcoat that you can't sugarcoat no. a murder man. you know what I'm saying you yeah. gotta tell that shit the way the fuck it is and you gotta let people accept that shit for what it is because mm-hmm. that's what happened now if you you scared of the result of that well that's not that's not for you to, you know what I mean, for you to decide how somebody else is going to take it. You can't fucking omit certain truths and try to give half, you know, half things and say, you know, all oh, these people, you know, they wrote the, um, you know, they wrote these, these fine works and Bill of Rights and Declaration and shit. It's like, man, but, you know, yeah, they did that, but fuck, they the same ones that put in the same constitution that, that, that black people was three-fifths of a person. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? He's exactly. in the same fucking legal books and shit, like the same motherfucking philosoph- philosophers and shit. You know what I'm saying? These were their ideologies. Like, this is how they felt. They trying to use science to back up this shit, like, especially with the ones that was really making it up when they knew it wasn't even no real science to back up what the fuck they were saying as far as white people being superior and black people being inferior. There was no real science to back that shit up, but they, they had to put the false science there to really mold the people and, and really, like, uh, get them to really believe this shit, believe that they were better, you know what I'm saying? And this is, like, what's been ingrained there for hundreds of years, and it's, like, it's going to be, it's no way you can undo that shit in fucking 30, 20, you know, 50 years, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, Jim Crow and shit, you talking about something that was in the, what, the year 1940, was 60, 20. That's 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. There's people out there right now that are 80 years old. Exactly. You know what I mean? They were alive back then during them times. You know what I mean? So that shit is not gone. It's going to take, you know what I'm saying, another 100, 200, 300 years to undo what's, what, what took three, 400 years to put in place. It's not going to be the day or tomorrow, man. Mm-hmm. I, I just, to, and me personally, I don't think that it's possible for it to be there. It's too many, it's too alive and well. You know what I'm saying? It's too it's too thriving still. You know what I'm saying? It's too in the forefront. It has to be it's gonna take a whole lot more for this joint to really be undone because it was so well woven into this shit, like it's a part of the construct. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The default goes back to the bullshit with everything. So you know what I'm saying? All of that shit has to be acknowledged, man. This whole shit is fucking broken. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. No question. We're going to take a quick musical break, introduce you to some of the work of Julio Slim, and we'll, we'll be right back with the second portion of our show. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be right back. Wildlife in the city, city. Lord knows I had it, had it. It's hard to shake bad habits, habits. Sixteen, I was trapping. I was trapped. The boy was raised in the district, district. Southside, Southside, uptown they was living. Remember trapping out the building, but never trapping where you living. You living. DC breed villains. In these fiends, Ellen. In Northeast, I'm chilling. In Southwest, pay them tickets. I really talk it cause I live it. I really say it cause I did it. Was really living in the trenches. In Baltimore, I'm hitting bitches. Really making frequent visits. I'm talking Park Heights women. I'm even chilling up Winston. Talking that east of that west side. I stay with my gunners, my best guy. I saw you at Tinnytown Best Buy. I've been trapping so hard, need a rest stop. Heart racing, so hard to be patient. I don't do complacent, fuck that. Got no time for waiting. My time right now, baby. Oh no. No self deprivation, only dedication. Coco. I send my location, you be outside. I wake up these day like I gotta get it. Man, they gave 50 years to my father, nigga. And my mama in the Carolinas, nigga. So we're looking for goddess, don't got it, nigga. All I want is the ball like the NBA. Won't you look at the time, ETA. Nigga, I got this grind in my DNA. About to go take it all, GTA. Serving them up in the alley. And I'm going, going back to Cali. I'ma be rich, ain't no probably. Even if bricks is my hobby. I'm so sorry, not sorry. Sorry. I was born in a safari. Number one, like Ricky Bobby. And I'm stuffing chickens in a Rari. I had to give it a second, bro. I had to get some air. This shit is definitely fucking lit, though. Hell yeah, 
so <laughs> dude i always you know it's so funny i always struggle with like the um the intros and like the the segues and shit it's just like those are the parts that are the least genuine to like a conversation with someone if you were to be a superhero what would your hero name what would your hero name be and what would your superpower be I'm trying to think, though, because it's like when you a kid, there's some shit that you already got made up in your mind and shit, like... Right? We forget about this type of fun shit. Dude, last year, I mean last year, the last episode, last week, goddamn, dude, my mind. But last week, uh, Io said that he would be a superhero named Music Man, and that he would use, he would use frequencies to, like, change people's opinions and, and like... Chorus of and shit. It was it was a sick one, bro. He came out he came out of nowhere with. That. I was like, all right, we're starting strong. My 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 superpower. Okay, my hero name is Music Man. Awesome. <laughs> and my superpower would be to um be able to control anybody' mood or emotions through vibrations. Like, like I, I can I, I could just play music, almost like almost like Apollo, like the god of music. Mm-hmm. We got a music, yeah, like, any power he has, I want, and, and, like, be able to control people's emotions by, by playing on, like, a flute, or, or like, any instrument, or, or maybe I could turn anything to, into an instrument that would affect someone's mood or whatever. Yeah, nah, that's, then he took it to, he took it to a treacherous level, I mean, <laughs> if I really had to, you know what I'm saying, pick a superpower, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm trying to have a teleport ability. Yo, yes, teleporters. That was always my favorite X Men, but I forgot. I was never too into the comics, bro. But I always fuck with in the movies the X Men dude, the one who could teleport. Mm-hmm. He was Nightcrawler. Like, Nightcrawler, yo. He would he would teleport with like smoke bombs, and I always yo, was a fan of that. The teleportation is like, yo, you seen that movie Jumpers? Yeah, Jumpers, great. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. That's a great movie. That's what I'm saying. So when you can do that type of shit, it's like, yeah. whoa, that's another level of possibilities. That's definitely quality. You know what I'm saying? I definitely wouldn't wouldn't mind doing that. As far as the name, I mean, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, if I, I guess at that point, if I was a superhero, would I use that? I have to use my powers to save people. I'm sure I would do what I could to, to help out, but I'm not sure I would want to have a name. The people would probably name me themselves for Damn. That's awesome. <laughs> this is what I see. This is what I love about this section of the show is that it shows the different dynamics of people's personalities, though, because I would never in my life have said that answer, but I loved it. <laughs> Though. You know what I mean? I feel like I wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? In the real scenario of me having that as a power, like the people, I wouldn't need to what's the name? The people in the paper, if they would have discovered me, they would try to call me something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't to say that that's what I would try to Wichita, but hell, they're going to call me what they're going to call me, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and it, I, I like how uh, you raised an interesting point where you said you would probably try and do good, but I like how even in your superhero scenario, like, you're still just a person, like, you just try, you're just living your life. It's like, listen, <laughs> I was really scared of this scenario, but, like, I can't, I can't do it all. Oh, man. You're, like, humble, humbled even in your, like, listen, man, I got this gift, but I got a family, too. 
I want to save the city, but it's going to come at a cost. <laughs> like, listen, like you tell the poor, I ain't bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? It's treacherous out here. The teleportation shit would make me so treacherous, though. It would be. It would be some shit if I could save people from like burning buildings and shit like that would be tight. You know? But I would also use it like not nefariously, but I'd use it for gain. Like I might pop in on a bank once or twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I might three or four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a week. <laughs> Think this international. Fuck, I'm in fucking Chinese banks, Japan. Goddamn. Jumpers hit again this morning on <laughs> another international bank. Like I'm sorry. Nice. Say, man, damn, rent was due. What you want me to do? Try to stimulate the economy. See, that's the thing. I would probably be like, I would, I would do the work of a superhero, but I think I would be kind of a little bit flawed. If I'm being real, like, I, I would probably, <laughs> I would be like, look, I'm, I will do this, but like, I'm, I'm gonna need a salary. <laughs> I got. It. At the end of the day, bro, I have bills to pay. I'm, so I might be a superhero, but we got rules in place. I got taxes to pay. Like shit, you know, like the city needs a budget. <laughs> For that, I work. I definitely that'd be my job. I'll look after the city. Don't get me wrong. I know it at heart that we would really be on something trying to help people. Shit. Yeah, exactly. You gotta find the genuine people. The genuine people should be the, be the only ones that that should get the powers, but the ones that really just be trying to like they do that shit just for the thrill of the help. Like I'm trying to just. Be on some saving people shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be the ones that get that shit. For me, for real though, like you know what I'm saying, that's their shit. And that was the beauty for me. Like I, you know, I spent like a, a small amount of time um, trying to work for like local uh, state government in California. Like there are people on the ground really actually putting in the work, bro. Like the local, the community organizers and like the healthcare workers and just everyone that's actually doing they're they're out there bro like and we don't see them because on the news we see a lot of the federal government we see a lot of like the bureaucracy but it was a beautiful thing man like i saw people that work with with homelessness resources and you know just trying to make communities better man they they exist they're just they don't get the recognition it's a thankless job unfortunately the you know we have a government for a reason right it hasn't been doing a service to the people in part because they don't educate us on the ways that they can help us. Like how you can hit them, you can call your state and local representatives and ask them any range of question of problems that you're having. You can call them and ask them and they will do their best to help you get the answers. Like the men and women that work those jobs genuinely care about us. It's just that we don't see those people. Those are like, you know, behind the scenes, you know, no, straight, up. straight up. I mean, that's it's it's the truth, man. I mean, that it's definitely. I ne- I never knew that it was. You know, that you could just directly call them and they would. You know, leave a message. They call you back. Email. They email you back. You know, so I never knew you could really have that much that that much of a um, like an intimate relationship directly with the people in the government. Like, that. yeah, like, that's a powerful tool, and you know, education is power. So you got to know that to really be able to exercise that, right? Definitely. No, I, I, I want to start along with these episodes. Like, hopefully I'll start getting some people on here that, you know, are really well-versed in whether it be government or just organizations that are helping better the earth. I hope I can start 
kind of bringing some of those people on because I've been blessed to know a lot of artists and musicians, you know, like I, I really feel grateful for the um, the artistic community that I've been blessed with knowing. But I got a glimpse of this fucking, this organizing and like just these these social warriors, yo, and it was, it, it's just, man, I can't wait until we start bringing some more of them into like our community, our circle and, and cause man, like, that shit was so beyond inspiring. Just like getting a little interaction with people that are like have devoted themselves to bettering the planet. It's crazy, dude. Nah, for sure, son. For sure. I'm definitely trying to that's a, I'm only trying to be affiliated with those kinds of people. You right. Know what I'm saying? Well that's that's where it's it's getting to that point. Mm-hmm. If if you're not on no positivity for the movement, you know what I'm saying? Building up the nation, building up the people type shit, then, you know, I don't really have any time for anything else because, you know, everything, anything else is the destruction of the community, so, you know what I mean? Fuck that shit. Oh, man, this has been, this is fucking, oh, man, dude. It's so bizarre, like, I already know we're gonna do mad interviews and shit. Like it's just there's something there's something about this where I'm just like, damn, bro, this is this is like a landmark. The Julio Slim interview on Living with Will is a wild sentence that I get to say. Hell yeah, the Julio Slim on Living with Will, man. This is a whole movement, bro. It's taking on a life, man. People are expecting to hit it, so I'm happy to be on this to even be speaking and have people hear what I'm saying. So you flatter me, sir. <laughs> But listen, lastly, my last and final question, I always like to give people, and, and all the, you know, first of all, me, you share an open mic that I like to address for the people. It's called Slim and Them. It's on Instagram. It's every Friday. Slim and Them. It was created by the one and only Julio Slim. I was blessed to be a co-host on it. But um, we host that, and, and one of the things that I've started doing on the show and that I want to bring to the podcast is I, I want people who come on to kind of share some some life lessons that they have or some of the most important things that they would want to kind of impart to the audience. So for the for my last question for you and for the youth who are listening and the older folks tuning in, what's a piece of advice that you impart on them from your time on the earth? Uh, well, man, that's, some, that's some serious shit. That's some serious shit right there. They got, a, they got the golden rule where they say to treat others as you would want to be treated. And then it just, it shit goes so deep, man. Like, you know, we such selfish creatures, you know what I'm saying, at the at the core. And um, we gotta, we gotta kind of strive to be selfless, man, and willing to do for others. And even do more for others than we would do for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really the makings of a great person for a great human. You know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like that's probably the most most important thing that I could probably tell somebody. Like, it ain't really about too much other than that. Once you really do that, I mean, shit, the blessings will come, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You strive to do right. You you will avoid most situations. You know what I'm saying? And um, you'll be able to come out of, uh, out of most things on top. From, from from being truly humble and um, and really treating others the way you would want to be, you know what I mean? Want to be treated even better, you know what I'm saying? Sure enough. Fuck yeah, dude! 
It has been an honor. It has been a privilege. This shit is gonna go down for me as a as a landmark in life. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming on to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you all for coming. If you like the podcast, like it, share it, comment, tell me you hate it, tell me you love it. You can find Julio Slim's music on every platform. I recommend listening to it. We're gonna we're gonna end the show with another one of your songs. Talking about this man like he's a stranger is so peculiar. I fucking <laughs> this is my fucking brother for life, yo. But this man is an extraordinary artist, so definitely get hip if you're not. And uh, I'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Look, fuck waiting. I never really had patience. Shit, I'd rather pump gas at the gas station. Shit, I'd rather sell coke on probation. Hundred mile an hour down North Cap Road raging. I ain't never had much, but I had mine. When you niggas had luck, shit, I had grind. And I ain't never gave a fuck about no hard times. Get it how you live for the bread, that's the bottom line. What goes around comes around, that's the hard truth. Retaliations gunned them down, that's the hard proof. And you will need therapy for what I'm going through. Best believe if it's you or me, then I'm going to shoot you. My life is more crucial than what niggas is used to. My father in the box eating gourmet ramen noodles. The time I take a toll, reading books to make it home. They tried to lock me up and give them shit, they let me go. That's just to let you know to live this life, you take the oath. Cause nothing come but shame from the ones who went and told. They never make it old. From breaking the code and if Slim make it home, he gon' pay you what you owe. Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh huh, that's what they told me. Yeah, that's what they told me. Hey, let them know. Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh huh, that's what they told me. Yeah, yeah, that's what they told me. Let them know, you know, that's what they told me, and you know, that's what they told me, you feel me though, look, that's what they told me, don't forget about me cause I'm still a golden child, thinking cause you knew me then don't mean you know me now. Phony family members, they ain't never hold me down If you looking for me, y'all, I'm probably on the road by now Lot of talkers in the world, call them perpetrators Wildin' for the Percocets, they the percolators Keen eye watching out for haters And if I get shit done now, I won't have to later I stop procrastinating, lost things in the past from waiting In time you don't get back, so I really don't got no patience And if you think I'm just like them, you must have me mistaken Got it out the mud, ain't no nigga did me no favors. Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh huh, that's what they told me. Hey, look, that's what they told me. I let them know. I let them know. Hey, let them know. Don't be mad, this is what they told me. You feel me? Just let them know. That's what they told me. That's what they told me. Uh huh. That's what they told me. And I let them know. Yeah, that's what they told me.